James Kennedy Ministries presents Truths That Transform. D. James Kennedy Ministries is about to file an appeal at the United States Supreme Court. I think when you say hate group, it's pretty obvious. You're talking about someone motivated by hate. Well, that's not D. James Kennedy Ministries at all. Find out why we are battling the far-left Southern Poverty Law Center in court and discover how you can help on today's Truths That Transform. Welcome to Truths That Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries, where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. We are living in what some have called a cancel culture. Leftist elites who control much of the media, academia, social media on the web, and many of the reins of government are desperately trying to marginalize and silence Christian and conservative viewpoints. The far-left Southern Poverty Law Center has tried to do that with this ministry by falsely placing us on their so-called hate map. We've taken a stand against this false and defamatory designation, but we need your help. And you'll have that opportunity a bit later in this program. But we begin with a look at the Southern Poverty Law Center and an urgent update on our lawsuit, which we are preparing to take to the United States Supreme Court. Will one of you fight me? A thousand years before Christ in ancient Israel, an obscure shepherd boy named David, who was only a teenager, took on the Philistines' giant warrior, Goliath. I will fight you. David prevailed because he knew the battle belongs to the Lord. Today, there's another David taking on another Goliath. D. James Kennedy Ministries has stepped forward much like David did in the famous battle against Goliath. The Goliath in this analogy is the Southern Poverty Law Center, the SPLC, based in Montgomery, Alabama, which fashions itself as an anti-hate group. Well, the Southern Poverty Law Center um, has an aura of respectability because of its history. Uh, it, it came to, into being because of the um, civil rights struggle, and uh, they were exposing white supremacist groups and Klan groups and white citizens councils and all of those um, organizations that were uh, promoting uh, segregation and defending segregation and racism in the United States. But they've now um, taken such a hard turn to the left, they've just fallen off the surface of the earth. Um, and, and you know, they, they just label people that disagree with any of the multicultural uh, moral relativist views concerning um, transgenderism, homosexuality, et cetera, as being a hate group. The SPLC deems everybody a hate group. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain the SPLC has come after me. I mean, Media Matters has come after me. That's not a giant shock. I mean, the SPLC, calls Family Research Council a hate group, like everybody's a hate group. So that's, that's, the SPLC is one of the most unreliable sources for information in America. Everybody who disagrees with the hard left position according to the SPLC is borderline a hate group. The Southern Poverty Law Center is redefining what hate is. It's, it's 
doing so first to raise money and secondly it's doing it in order to shut down all contrary opinion which the first amendment was designed to protect the southern poverty law center has a wonderful public relations operation where they have been able to sell themselves to the media to the decision makers uh, they are using the huge wealth that they are receiving through their mail fundraising operation to promote themselves so they then can sell this message that they are trying to implant in the minds of Americans to turn Americans against traditional values against our Christian heritage. The Southern Poverty Law Center has been very successful in positioning itself as an unbiased arbiter of so-called hate groups while disguising its extreme left-wing ideology. It's very dangerous whenever we have any organization that's referenced at all by any part of government or law enforcement uh, where the organization effectively uh, tries to isolate a whole groups of people because of their faith, specifically of isolate people who believe in biblical teachings, believe in the Bible, as somehow they're being a hate group or uh, equivalent to the, the KKK. The SPLC has a map of hate where they list more than 800 groups that are supposedly hate groups, but they lump legitimate Christian ministries in with the skinheads, and the media too often refers to them as a credible source. The media will cite whatever the Southern Poverty Law Center says as gospel truth. Once you can say that, somebody's on the SPLC's hate list, and if you're a journalist for the mainstream media, then you point out, yes, this group is on the hate list for the SPLC, and this is, and this is automatically bad. This, this, is, this shows you what haters the group is. Uh, so that's essentially what's happening. We need to be able to debate ideas and exchange ideas without being called haters because the Southern Poverty Law Center cannot get inside your heart and my heart to accuse us of hate. They do not know what's in our heart. Beginning in 2017, the ministry filed suit against the SPLC for defamation because they branded us an anti-LGBT hate group. That false and defamatory label stems from our commitment to God-ordained marriage, one man and one woman. I think when you say hate group, it's pretty obvious. You're talking about someone motivated by hate. Well, that's not D. James Kennedy Ministries at all. The name of the Southern Poverty Law Center is a little deceptive because the only thing impoverished about the Southern Poverty Law Center are their ethics. What they do is they simply go after and try to marginalize Christian organizations that speak about biblical morality. And they do nothing to help uh, those who are poor in the South. Uh, they have become uh, really a tack dog uh, for, the, uh, for the gay and lesbian, uh, bisexual, transgender movement. Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C. knows full well the kind of damage the SPLC's hate label can have. In August 2012, a deranged homosexual young man set out to attack the Family Research Council to shoot their staff members and then smear their faces with Chick-fil-A sandwiches. But Leo Johnson, the brave man at the front desk, stopped him and got shot in the process. I had to fight for my life. I realized that if I didn't get the gun from Mr. Porkins, he was going to kill me. 
and he was going to kill all of my co-workers. I, I, I had to fight for my life, literally. I've had several surgeries. Uh, I've had uh, severe blood clots in my right lung that I've had to be hospitalized again, you know, twice for. I am sure Leo probably thought, who would ever think, you know, that going to work at a Christian ministry or going to church, one would be jeopardizing their, their health, their, their very lives. Uh, and that's what he experienced on that day. And it created an, an environment of unease, which is uh, something that you, you don't look forward to when you go to work. Now, how did you, this building, this organization, did you, did you how did you find it? Or did you like look it up online? Or how did you know what the uh, Southern Poverty Law lists uh, anti-gay groups like online? Okay. Research on the website and stuff like that. The SPLC has to understand is that it has created a noose of hate that is choking off real debate in America. They need to do some soul searching and say enough is enough and retreat from that sort of behavior. Recently, a three-judge panel of the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals denied D. Jadens Kennedy Ministries' appeal in our lawsuit against the SPLC. So the ministry is appealing to the Supreme Court. Our faith is that D. James Kennedy Ministries is going to win victory, preserve and protect freedom for every church, every Bible-believing person, every ministry. We would hope that other ministries would support and pray for D. James Kennedy Ministries and work on these issues and to alarm people as to what's happening where the Silicon Valley is imposing this leftist agenda, trying to ban um, the Christian viewpoint, the biblical viewpoint from being shared. But uh, D. James Kennedy Ministries has stepped forward on the pinnacle of fighting for freedom for every single citizen. I'm glad that D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing up to expose the hypocrisy, the psychological projection that the SPLC is involved in. Why? Because if they don't, who will? Though we suffered a setback at the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in our defamation suit against the far-left Southern Poverty Law Center, our desire all along has been to take this case to the U.S. Supreme Court. This ministry's board of directors has approved our appeal of this case to the high court, and we will file that appeal within days. But I want to ask for your help. We need you to pray for this ministry. The Supreme Court only hears a tiny percentage of cases appealed to them each year. Please pray that ours will be one of them. Dear friends, this battle will also be expensive. We are taking a stand for all Bible-believing Christians in a culture that wants to label basic biblical truth on issues like marriage and sexuality as hate speech. And if you can give a generous ministry gift to help us move forward in this lawsuit and continue the other vital projects of this ministry, we will send you a special bound copy of this historic brief, which we will be filing at the U.S. Supreme Court this week. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free, 877-962-7677. Or go online to djkm.org.
This battle against the far left is crucial because they are working to silence and marginalize biblical truth in the name of so-called tolerance. But we cannot let their false and misleading claims go unanswered. Dr. D. James Kennedy explains in this portion of his message, Discerning Good and Evil. Discrimination. Discrimination. Well, what shall we say about discrimination? Let me ask a question. Is discrimination bad or good? Let's see. How many would say discrimination is bad? May I see your hands? How many of you would say discrimination is good? Well, that's very interesting. I think it's about uh, 50-50 or thereabouts. Well, today, in the modern understanding of the word, things are changing. Now, the fact of the matter is, discrimination may be either, so you're all right. Discrimination simply means to distinguish between several things, especially to distinguish between things that are similar. In fact, the matter is, in a definition of acumen, acumen, which means mental clarity and, and intelligence, that acumen is to be able to nicely discriminate between several things. In fact, I remember years ago reading that one of the sure signs of high IQ was that a person with a very high IQ could discriminate between two similar things that people with a lower IQ could not discriminate between. Did you ever hear of a person having a discriminating palate? If you want to be the food critic for a newspaper, you better have one or you're not going to have a job. If you want to be a wine tester, you better have a discriminating palate. If you buy a can of mushroom soup, you will devoutly hope that whoever picked those mushrooms had at least the discriminating ability to tell the difference between mushrooms and toadstools. But you see, though racial discrimination has long been understood to be wrong, there are few people, I suppose, in this country today that would try to maintain that that is good. And we have seen gender discrimination outlawed and condemned, even age discrimination. But you see, they again have taken a word and they have smeared it into areas in which it never was intended. The truth is, the only people they really want to discriminate against and rule out are Christians. That's the people they want to get rid of you. They will tolerate anything but those who have beliefs in dogma and absolutism. Who said that? The United Nations Declaration on Tolerance. They tolerate, any, tolerate anything. But you see, Christianity is an absolute religion. God is the ultimate absolute. His word is absolute truth. His son is the absolute divine savior. So Christianity is an absolute religion, and its dogma, or teachings, as the word means, are absolutely true. 
So who is it that the United Nations is turning their guns on when they say that they will not allow for dogmatism or absolutism? And that is intolerable to the UN. Dear friends, if you don't know it, those guns are pointed right at you. Discrimination is bad in the cases that we mention, such as racial, gender discrimination, but now they want to move it to everything, to good and evil. Solomon prayed to God, and he asked God to grant to him an understanding heart that he may discern between good and bad. Now, the word discriminate comes from a root, discinare. That is from the root, cernare, which means to discern. Therefore, the word discern is the word from which discriminate comes, and they both mean virtually exactly the same thing. So Solomon is praying that God would give him an understanding heart and the ability to discriminate between good and evil. Now, if he had prayed that prayer today, the ACLU would be all over him if he had done it publicly. And therefore, this cannot be allowed. Furthermore, since God said that he was very pleased with what Solomon had prayed, and he answered his prayer so that Solomon is known 3,000 years later as the wisest man that ever lived, as he gave him the answer to his prayer, God is guilty, according to the neo-postmodernist of our time and their views on zero tolerance for any kind of discrimination. But God, we, folks, we too need to pray that God would give us an understanding heart and the ability to discern between good and bad, between good and evil. Discrimination. Discrimination is the difference between a garden and a jungle. Just plain and simple. Discrimination is the difference between music and noise. I saw recently a commercial and a child of about a year and a half or so was sitting in his in his high chair with the lids of two big pans and he was smashing them together in time with the music. And what was the product? Tylenol. <laughs> a lack of discrimination. And I guarantee you that anybody walks into a rehearsal of the London Symphony with a couple of pot lids banging them together, he will be out on the street so fast he will not know what happened to it. Discrimination. Let me say this. The difference between barbarism and civilization is discrimination. It is vital that we are able to, to discern between the bad and the good. But you notice it is the bad and the good, not the black and the white, the old and the young, the male or the female. It is the good and the evil, and the ability to discern between the two and to choose the good is what makes civilization. 
And when that ability is lost or pounded into the mud as it's being done daily in our schools, eventually the society will degenerate back into the jungle. And that's what's going on in our country today. Discerning between good and evil is necessary for a civilization to even survive. God says, woe to those who call good evil and evil good. Yet our culture does it with daily regularity now. And when Christians proclaim God's standard from the Bible, they are labeled as hateful bigots. This is, of course, a strategy for suppressing biblical truth. But people perish for the lack of truth, and there are billions of eternal souls who are endangered if that truth is silenced. That's why we've taken a stand against far-left organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center, who have placed this ministry on their so-called hate map because we uphold the Bible's standard of marriage, gender, and sexuality. This hate map is not innocuous. It led to a terrorist attack in Washington, D.C. in 2012 on another Christian ministry, the SPLC falsely tarred. That's why we have taken a stand against the SPLC for their false and defamatory claims against us. And that's why we are filing an appeal this week with the United States Supreme Court. We lost our appeal before the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, but the Supreme Court has recently signaled a willingness to revisit its jurisprudence on what constitutes defamation. We believe this could be a groundbreaking case, and we need your help. First, I want to ask you to flood the gates of heaven with prayer and intercession on our behalf, begging for God's favor on this endeavor. Only with his help do we have any chance of being heard. And we also need you to stand with us financially as we embark upon this potentially very expensive appeal. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free 877-962-7677. Or go online to djkm.org. We plan to file our appeal with the U.S. Supreme Court this week. And if you are able to give a generous donation to help us with this suit and with the other vital work of our ministry, proclaiming truth and defending freedom, we will send you a bound copy of what we believe will be a historic brief. Will groups like the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is cited by the media and relied upon by numerous government and police groups, be allowed to smear Bible-believing Christians as dangerous haters simply for holding to biblical truth? Well, they will if nobody stands up to them. That's why I'm asking for your help. Please pray for us. And if you can, give a generous donation to help us continue this Supreme Court suit. 
as well as our key media outreaches. We will thank you for your gift by sending you a bound copy of the historic brief we will be filing at the High Court in just a couple of days from now. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free 877-962-7677 or go online to djkm.org. Though the far-left and dishonest Southern Poverty Law Center has falsely labeled this ministry as a hate group, we are not really surprised. In a world that hates truth and suppresses it in unrighteousness, anyone holding to biblical truth will face some degree of opposition, as did the disciples themselves. But Peter, who experienced significant persecution himself, tells us, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? Whatever happens in our Supreme Court appeal of our defamation suit against the Southern Poverty Law Center, we know that Christ will be glorified as we endure false accusations for his name. But what about you? The scripture is clear that judgment is coming. And what will become of you in that judgment? If you don't know, I have the best possible news for you today. You can be saved from the wrath of God against sin. You can have eternal life living everlastingly in the presence of God rather than suffering punishment for your sins in hell. This is the good news of the gospel. God offers to redeem you from the hell that you deserve because Christ has already suffered that punishment in your place. And astonishingly, God offers that salvation as a free gift. And how do you receive it? Well, the gift of eternal life is received by placing your faith in Jesus Christ. And if you have never done that, let today be the day in which you find peace with God. If that's the desire of your heart, pray with me right now. Father in heaven, I know I am an ungodly sinner, unworthy to be in your presence. But right now, I ask you to save me. Give me the grace to turn away from my sin and receive Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for giving your beloved Son to be my Savior. I pray in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, we have a vital resource we'd like to send to you at no cost or obligation to you. It's Beginning Again, Dr. Kennedy's book for new believers to guide you in your relationship with Christ. Contact us to receive a copy today. 
and may God bless you as you do. D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Frank Wright. Thanks for being with us. And here's a look at the next truths that transform. What most people in the West do not realize is that uh, Christians are the most persecuted people group in the world today. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.